Hello and welcome. I'm Valerie Dalton, founder and artistic director of the Live Literature Company. Welcome to the fifth episode in our series Celebrating Companionship. This episode is focused on the companionship of friendship, and I have chosen to celebrate the friendship of one particular dear friend, Fiona McCracken, who is no longer alive. I first met Ona when she was a student at the Nile Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. She was in the cast of a production of Farquhar's The Beau Stratagem, which I directed there. After graduating, I cast her as Pearl White in a production of Coppet's Chamber Music, which I directed at the Lyric Hammersmith. The Time Out critic of this production wrote, but there is a particular delight to be had from Ona McCracken, who cheats as Pearl White and plays her under wild and wonderful hair as a vacant Monroe. Yes, so beautiful did Ona look in these performances that the critics compared her to Marilyn. He ended his review with the words, With acting and direction as good as this, it seems a terrible waste that the production should be consigned to lyric lunch times. By this time we were great friends, quite often giving each other items of clothing we thought the other would enjoy wearing. I gave her a tennis skirt, which she looked terrific in. She gave me a tartan kilt and a winter jacket made out of a tartan rug, complete with fringes. The choice of tartan was not an accident, for Ona was a Scot to the core. We often joined in parties in each other's homes in Camberwell and Islington, dancing the night away. Memorably, she came to a fancy dress party in my home, looking terrific, dressed as a bumblebee. At my home also, we often played party word games, at which she excelled. In short, we had terrific fun. But we were not only fair-weather friends. When Ona was in hospital, I visited her. When I was in hospital, she visited me. What you will hear now are some of the emails I kept which we exchanged in the last year and a half of her life. I hope they convey to you the beautiful character of this person. I am delighted that the celebrated Scottish actress Phyllis Logan, who many of you will know from her performances in Downton Abbey, will be speaking the words you will now hear, which Ona wrote to me. Happy New Year. Sorry about the difficulty of getting in touch with me. There has been a problem with my website. I'm now sending to you on my other email address an invitation to the 10th anniversary celebration for the Live Literature Company at the Victoria and Album Museum. I thought you may like to attend this. I think it will be an enjoyable and fun evening. It will be lovely to see you. I'm attaching an invitation. Hello, Valerie. A very happy new year to you, Miss D. Delighted to hear from you. Thank you for the kind invitation. I would love to attend your celebration on Friday. Look forward to seeing you. Love, Ona. 
The 10th anniversary party for the Live Literature Company at the V&A was staged in connection with the Hollywood Costume exhibition there, and Wendy Morgan, who is editing this podcast, was singing at that party Hollywood classic songs in a duo. So glad you could be at the party last Friday. Hope you had a good time and you and your friend enjoyed the evening. Shall I come to Brixton for a chat and catch up? I could do this next Tuesday, Feb 5th in the day. So lovely to see you again. Glad all your family are well. Love, Valerie. We had a lovely time at your party, met lots of interesting people. There was a really vibrant atmosphere and you looked very glamorous. It would be great to catch up over lunch on Tuesday. I'm flexible where we meet and I'm prepared to travel. I wondered if somewhere more central might be better for you. Love, Ona. Hi, Ona. Let's go to Café des Amis and also enjoy waitress waiter service at table. We can also reminisce about our stellar work in this occupation. Only a few weeks ago I met Roger in Tuttons, where amazingly he remembered I had worked as a waitress there with you. What time? Valerie. Booked for 300 hours Tuesday 5th of February. In my name. Look forward to seeing you. Café des Amis, 11 to 14 Hanover Place, London, WC2E, 9JP. Love, Ona. But what I don't say is that Ona and I went on strike about the conditions for waiter and waitresses at Tutton's. And that was my one time on a strike line. But Ona excelled herself in a very, very voluble way in this strike. Hi, Ona. I'm off to Rome to visit my nephew Ben there. And your first two dates clash with this trip. On March 24th, I have a live literature company event. I'm giving a talk to the de Gaulle Society on the environmental crisis and de Gaulle's ideas on the environment, followed by a short performance of a beautiful piece by Blake. I can forward you the publicity tomorrow if you're interested. On March 28th, I leave to spend Easter with my friends on their farm south of Dublin, after which I travel north for my niece's wedding in Northern Ireland so I don't think we can arrange till after Easter, unless March 26th fits in for you. I thought you must be very busy with work. Shall I suggest a couple of dates after Easter? Love, Miss D. Hello, Globetrotter. Gosh, you sound busy and it all sounds like great stuff. Please forward me publicity on Tagur and Blake. Might be best to arrange a date for a leisurely lunch slash walk after Easter, if you would like to consult your diary. Love, Ona. Ona's reference to Gigi in her next email to me is to Germaine Greer. I told Ona I had read that Germaine regarded Miss as an honourable title, as it denotes that woman has chosen not to marry certain men. Hence Ona's appellation to me, Miss D. Hello, Miss D. 
thank you for your kind message. I look forward to seeing you. Either date would be fine, but it would be helpful to know in advance so I can clear the space. Gigi is most often right, I feel, and when she gets it wrong, we have to love her balls. I so wish I could think of a better word. <laughs> Dear Anna, sorry to ask you this, but is there any chance we could move our get-together from Sunday, April 7th to Sunday, April 14th? Happy Easter. I'm in Ireland in freezing cold. Love, Valerie. Hello, Miss D. It's no problem. I shall look forward to seeing you on the 14th. It is also freezing in London and we've had a tiny flurry of snow on Easter Sunday. I spent Easter Sunday with my family and I'm afraid I ate and drank too much, as usual. However, it was a good day. Today, I'm going to pot up some plants and take it easy. Love, Ona. Hello Valerie. What a lovely day. I hope the weather holds out for your event. I very much hope to be able to attend, but will confirm by Friday. Love, Ona. Hello Miss D. I'm looking forward to attending your event tomorrow. Looks like we may even get a little sunshine. Love, Ona. Dear Ona, hope all okay for you. I caught a cough, throat, cold virus off the American students. Very unpleasant. And then I caught it a second time. That's why I haven't been in touch. The second one is just on the way out. Today I made a collage of the Dalton wallpaper. It looks absolutely fab. You must come and visit and see it. I can come south to you in August can be very flexible about days and times. Love, Valerie. The Dalton wallpaper were photographs that Ona took of me in her home in Camberwell, and she drew roses around the photographs, and I framed all the photographs and hung this in my home. At this time, Ona was working in Brixton, helping many people there with legal documents. Dearest Valerie, I'm very sorry to hear that you've been poorly, twice, exasperating. Glad that you're starting to feel better. Collage sounds excellent. Would love to see it. I have been extremely up and down, but struggling upwards. Been doing a lot of rallying and lobbying this week in support of the continuing existence of legal aid. I feel it crucial that the poor or vulnerable members of our society have the same access to expert help and justice as the more privileged. It's rather dominated my thoughts. Also went on a very eccentric walk called Beating the Bounds. Apparently an ancient tradition of trotting round your area and tapping the boundaries with a stick. We started in Peckham Rye and sang a song under what may or may not be the tree where Blake saw the angels and continued from there. We were accompanied by banjos and ukuleles and stopped all traffic. We then visited each historic part of our locality and had a special verse to sing for each one. Five miles later, we returned to Nunhead Green and were provided with a small real ale by the local hostelry. We sang and danced for quite some time. 
There were banners, and I am proud to say that I was the H in Nunhead. <laughs> Very warm, friendly day, and met some really special neighbours I would not otherwise have been introduced to. I got back home and flopped exhausted on the sofa. Out of the blue came a text from an old friend who I had fallen out with years ago. It was her 50th birthday and she was extending an olive branch. Grasped olive branch, took dodgiest minicab ride of my life to Brixton and danced till dawn. Oh, my tired old bones. It had to be done. I would be delighted to see you any time you please. Very interested in hearing all your news. At present, I have no dates in August that are not free, though I'm waiting an agreement on when to visit my brother-in-law in Hertfordshire to mark a significant birthday. That will almost certainly be on a weekend, perhaps any weekday of your choice. If you let me know your nearest train station, I will give you a route to mine and meet you at the station. I'm loving this thunder and rain. I went out and deliberately got soaked. It felt wonderful. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you. Love, Ona. At this time, Ona was working in a pub in Peckham, cooking in the kitchen there. Dear Ona, Hope start a new job is going well. Well done for starting this work. I could visit you Monday, September 2nd. Does that fit into your rota? Love, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Just finished a frenetic but ultimately satisfying 11 hours in a kitchen. Hey-ho. I have wangled Monday off and I'm looking forward to seeing you. You will, I'm afraid, have to take me as you find me. I've had no time or energy for housework, etc, etc, etc. Besides, how important can housework be? I am sure we can have a good day without housework being involved. You've never struck me as having a judgmental nature. I have looked at the train options. You can catch a train which takes 31 minutes direct from Kentish Town to Nunhead. 11.56 arriving 12.27. 12.26 arriving 12.57. 13.26 arriving 13.57. 13.56 arriving 14.27. 14.26 arriving 14.57. Take your pick. I shall meet you. We shall seize the day. Love, Ona. Dear Ona, gosh, direct from Kentish Town to Nunhead. Didn't know it was possible. And please don't give another thought to worrying about the housework. I shall catch the 11.56, arriving 12.27, and look forward to seeing you then. Are you sure you should be working 11-hour shifts? Take care. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Love, Valerie. And owner replied to me, Carpe diem, indeed. We had a lovely picnic together in the park at Peckham and chose the tree from which we thought William Blake saw the angels. There was a little robin that came to visit us during our picnic and owner loved this little robin. 
Dear Erna, how is the cooking going? I'm in Devon now with my brother, who is being treated for prostate cancer. Back in London Monday evening, and hope we can fix a date soon after this for you to visit the Dalton wallpaper. Love, Valerie. Hello, Valerie. I hope all is going well in Devon. Cooking going okay. Struggling a bit with the stamina and hours involved. We shall see if I can cut the mustard. Very tired after shifts, but hope to attend viewing in not too distant future. We'll be in touch next week. Lots of love, Ona. Hey, Blondie. Still up for a visit? If so, what time would you like me? Lassie. I shall be there, Blondie. Hey there, Scottish Lassie. I've just cleaned the kitchen in honour of your arrival. I'm expecting you between noon and 1pm. Is that OK? Excellent. By this time, Ona and I had given each other presents of a couple more items of clothing. I had given her a special pair of socks and she had given me a lovely little pair of knitted mittens. I feel I have to let Miss Ona know about my week of warming. I have warmed Miss Valerie's hands all week on many bus journeys, and she finds it very helpful she can stick her fingers out of me to grasp tickets. She had a smarter work meeting on Thursday, so wore her grey raincoat in French style with my pale green pair of woollen friends to match. This also was a great success, even dare one contemplate a fashion success. This is a revolution in successful attire for church, a place sometimes difficult to keep warm. In pub we are to hand but not needed, as pub is always warm and full of chair, as William Blake writes in Songs of Innocence and Experience, the alehouse is warm and full of cheer. Would you like to join us for a return visit to the French Horn in Soho? We will be on hand to dress appropriately. Love, Valerie. Oh well, let me not to the true marriage of socks and mittens admit impediments. I am always on foot but have to be taken off more than mittens. Very impressed and happy about fashion success. Oh, 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 what a feeling. Love to mittens from sock. Dear Miss Valerie, one of my socks has become rebellious and has run off to meet your mitten. What will come of their encounter? Socks are not socks when the alteration find or bend with the mitten to believe. Buongiorno, Miss Valerie. I have registered with Centro that I wish to attend. I had to do it online and was only able to register one person. I then telephoned Louise, who told me the event was only open to alumni. I explained who you are and they're delighted if you could attend. You have to register online, I'm afraid. I should do it as soon as possible. You will have to fill in a box saying you were a director for a number of years. Seems to me utterly ridiculous that you can speak to a living, breathing person without having to go through this rigmarole. Time-consuming and frustrating. We'll re-forward link. Love from your old mucker. We went back to the Central School of Speech and Drama 
for an alumni networking evening which Ona had been invited to. As I said earlier on, this is where we first met each other. Hello there, Scottish lassie. I'm all lined up now with a booking to join you at Central the evening of December 12th. Looking forward to it. Central say you need to send me the rendezvous time and details when you have them. Until then, take very good care of yourself. Love, Valerie. Dear Mittens, I hope you had a lovely Christmas. I had rather a quiet one. Home alone in my fabulous new footwear. Thank you. Gary had to go to Cornwall to look after his father who has Alzheimer's as his wife was taken into hospital and I remained to accompany my aunt to her radiotherapy sessions. I nearly went to my sister's near Broadstairs but I had no car and I'm glad I chose not to as they were without electricity on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I had a pleasant time, went for a lovely long walk and scoffed and scoffed. I have very much enjoyed all the old films and Death Comes to Pemberley. Gary returned last night, relieved of his seven-day duty by his sister. It's a lovely sunny morning. I'm getting out there. Hope to see you soon. Love, Socks. Dear Socks, hoping all continuing well for you. If you haven't seen the V&A exhibition Club to Catwalk, London fashion in the 1980s, I think you would like to. Wasn't it the 1980s we were all frolicking at Central, now Royal, school? I always have to double-check the dates things happened in my life. Always remember faces, but not numbers. The exhibition is not very expensive to see, about £5. Are you still on for next Friday and the graduation show? Love. Mittens. Knitwear, a key item of show, 1980s style. Dear Mittens, feet very cosy. Thanks. Hope your hands are too. Sounds like an excellent venture. I am free on that date and it would be great to get together. Speak soon. Dashing around this morning on life management tasks. Love, socks. Dear Mittens, all not well here. Probably off to Cornwall on Thursday. Gary's stepmother's health deteriorating and his lovely dad needs help. Dear Mittens, hope today finds you bright and breezy. It's jolly cold out there. Just recovering from dawn walk in the park. Ducks were all flying about, flapping wings to keep warm. Scoffing toast and jam. Wrap up well if embarking on a mission. We are no longer used to chilly weather. Hope to see your cheery chop soon. Socks. I must have then have bought owner another pair of socks for her trip to Cornwall. Packet in the post to you this morning, second class. First class post was going to be a ridiculous price. Second class is a pretty ridiculous price too. Mittens. Dear Mittens, must concur. Post prices are ridiculous. Shocking. Thank you for being so kind. Spent last few days compiling a final quiz for my local tavern. It will shut today and become an eatery 
got hopelessly drunk, have attached or forwarded quiz questions, technology evades me. You just might find it fun to have a look at it over a cup of tea. Love, Socks. Dearest Blondie, the wonderful socks were a terrific comfort on most taxing trip to Cornwall. But we did it. Drove down. Took eight hours. Attempted to visit G's stepmother in Royal Cornwall Hospital Truro. Ward shut due to norovirus. Entered at my own risk to say hello and take financial instructions. Visited bank and arranged payments for G's dad's care home. Juggled the dosh. Struggled to understand what to do. Unable to take G's dad Brian in Falmouth to see stepmum in Truro due to virus. He's been in care home for a week. The state of the others in care home was harrowing. Brian's dementia was much worse than I had anticipated, though he did not seem unhappy. In fact, at times he really made me laugh. Good walk by the sea. It's a sad state of affairs all in all. We stayed in their posh, pristine apartment overlooking the sea. Find it difficult to deal with over-cleanliness and everything being so tidy. Brian uses a ruler to measure exactly where the pristine tablecloth should sit on the glass table. So many little glass items placed in exact position. I'm just not used to it. Was very fearful of causing a mess. However, I had my socks on and they made me smile. I looked at them and was cheered in the difficult moments. Hope you are well and cheerful and thank you. Love, Miss Pussy Socks. With apologies and gratitude to Nigel. Set out to prepare chickpea and beetroot patties, as prescribed by Nigel in Observer Food Monthly. One, that's me, is using the coarse blade of her grater to grate the raw beetroot. Satisfyingly, it splashes everywhere. I've been very careful not to dress in white. Doorbell rings. I wipe hands on face, making a bloody smear. Hands still beetroot red. Have just about moved on to chopping coriander for yoghurt dip, so have sharp knife in paw. Answer door to Jehovah's Witnesses. I like them very much. Intentions are good. Despite offer of cup of tea, they beat a swift retreat. Catch glimpse of self in mirror and understand why. Applied same principle to double glazing people. What fun! And the fritters were delicious! I've made a few adjustments to Nigel's recipe and I share it with you. Chickpea and beetroot fritters. Makes four and serves a greedy two. Raw beetroot, 150 grams. Chickpeas, 400 gram can. Olive oil, three tablespoons. Plain flour, 1.5 tablespoons. Olive oil for shallow frying. A wee bit plain flour to bind and dust hands. This is where I deviate. A very finely sliced and diced red chilli. 
half a nearly imperceptible teaspoon of turmeric, pinch of cumin and ground coriander seed, two Jehovah's Witnesses, one double glazing salesperson, tea towel seller. Grate beetroot and set aside. Drain and rinse can of chickpeas. Put chickpeas in food processor with olive oil to smooth. Blitz. Season carefully and deviate. Mix lovingly with beetroot. Answer door. Shape mixture into round balls. Roll them around in your stained and lightly floured paws. Press them sternly into a flatter patty shape. Place in fridge for a few hours so that the flavours get to know each other. Shallow fry, making certain outside is crisp. Oil must initially be quite hot. Turn. Serve with lamb's lettuce and rocket. Yoghurt and fresh coriander dip. Yum, yum. And such a lovely colour. There was then the sad news that Snoo Wilson had died. Snoo Wilson came into my life during my first theatrical work at the Pool Theatre, Edinburgh, where I worked with Lindsay Kemp and the person who became Lindsay Kemp's production manager, John Spradbury. And from this time, we all remained friends. And John Spradbury in particular was a very dear friend for the rest of his life. Lindsay, of course, became world famous and John toured the world with Lindsay. I had purchased us tickets for Snoo Wilson's memorial at the National Theatre. It was a performance of Snoo's work in his memory. A plus tard, Chaussette. I will be with my oldest theatrical friend at the box office, 5.45pm. Mittens. Sans doubt, young mittens. Bon matin, Mittens. I have secured a ticket for tonight. Was very shocked to hear he had departed. Felt certain in the light of day it would be undignified to wait till last minute. So there we are. Have meeting in town at 3.50pm, which we'll attend. We'll then stroll down to Shed. I will be lurking near Bookshop in Maine National Foyer. Look forward to seeing you. Socks. Just to mention also that the group that Snoo Wilson came to Edinburgh with was named the Portable Theatre Company, which was founded by Snoo Wilson, David Hare, Howe Brenton, and they were part of the Edinburgh Festival that summer that Lindsay Kemp and John Spradbury and I worked in Edinburgh. A few days after this event at the National Theatre, Ona sent me a petition that she also shared with friends and family, which was a petition against Uganda's anti-gay bill. A month later, I was at the Central School of Speech and Drama again. Hi, Kitty Socks. How's it going with you? I'm sitting in the cafe at the Central School of Speech and Drama, so thinking of you, of course. A student has asked me to see them in their graduation show tonight. Love mitts. Hello, sweet mittens. Things have taken a bad turn in sock life. Spending a lot of time in bed. Reading. We shall see. You sound as if you're being wonderful as always. Lots of love. Catwoman. Well, round the ankles. Oh.
dear mittens, I feel sure I can motivate myself to celebrate your special day, March 28th. It would be a great pleasure and we could laugh. I embrace your company. How was Central? I have turned into a window washer, my own, albeit a very slow one. I'm really going off this housework lark. Today is a goodish day for me, as the builders are not sledgehammering and drilling the walls next door. I have become very noise-susceptible. Have had an interesting haircut. Looked at self in mirror and was disappointed, so set off to library in Peckham. Got my books, The Help, plus Kate Adie's documentation of her travels, Donna Tartt's Secret History, which I've already read many years ago, but bears a second go. Also, it's Nunhead Library's book club read. So seeing Ugly Chops in Shop Window, decide to take action. I was wearing my kitty socks, so I felt able to trot brazenly into male African barbers and state, do what you will. Just make me look smart, tall order. Well... A young gentleman in lovely shirt has shorn me, including eyebrows, neck and nose. No glimmer of scissors, just a razor thing. Also used an appliance on my face. Face now feels more smooth. Fringe very short. Most pleasantly and in a non-aggressive way, he asked me out. We went for a short walk and I explained to him that I was in a relationship and did not wish to cheat. All in all, it was very uplifting. Haircut cost £9.50. Whatever can happen next. We shall see. Love, pink kitty socks. Dear kitty socks, glad wearing them is invigorating you. Yes, Donna Tartt's A Secret History, very good read. Hope you enjoy it second time over. The absolutely outrageous thing for my birthday is 9.30am breakfast at the Ritz. Outrageous price. I will pay for us both if you would like to join me. New haircut by Barber. Sounds interesting. Central was good. April de Angelis play Jumpy. Interesting. I've cast one of the students to play Juliet in my live literature company celebration for Shakespeare's 450th birth anniversary on April the 26th at V&A. Love. Mittens. Dear Socks, just turning in for the night, after a hard day's night, as the Beatles sing. Wondering if you feel well enough to do something completely outrageous with me the morning of my birthday. My treat is so outrageously expensive. Or whether your life is such at present You cannot contemplate rising from your reading in bed. Love, Mittens. Dear Mittens, sounds utterly wonderful and most exciting. The Ritz, pouring on the Ritz. Looked at all the very interesting things on your live literature company site, but my computer is very slow and I'm struggling to join. I shall keep on the case. Love, Kitty Socks. Great. Will it be a problem to arrive there on the 28th by 9.30am? That's the latest time you can book a table for breakfast there. For the past two years I've had champagne birthday breakfast with Roger at the Savoy. 
I really like the newly refurbished Savoy dining room, but I thought I'd give the Ritz a go too. Also, diamond as big as a Ritz. Hope your relatively noise-free day goes well. This is also the problem where I live. Love, mittens. I will have no problem with 9.30 and I'm much excited. Had a bad experience at the Savoy once. Took the ancient aunt to put the nose bag on. She was refused admission as she was wearing jeans. I shall not be wearing jeans. Morning socks. I watched High Society last night. Grace Kelly, Frank Sinatra, etc. I found it an uplifting film to watch. You might too. Might watch Doris Day in Calamity Jane tonight. I will report back if I do. These are two classic film comedies I purchased in the HMV sale. Right now, sitting in the sun on Hampstead Heath, and the sun is hot, and it's not yet 10am in the morning. Love, mittens. Bon matin, mittens. Agree about high society. Watched it recently on the television. Great fun. Love the little sister. Calamity Jane should be a hoot. The Deadwood stage is coming down the line. Sounds lovely, sitting on heath in hot sun. I had quite a productive weekend, getting up early and doing things that needed doing round the house. Then took the binoculars up to One Tree Hill, where Queen Victoria is supposed to have sat under a giant oak. There are a lot more than one trees, and there is an ancient beacon. There's also a beacon nearby on Telegraph Hill, which I visited. I understand that the beacons were historically lit when a large ship was coming up the Thames. Telegraph Hill is surrounded by large sea merchants' homes with old stables for horse and carriage in charming lanes at the rear. Pepys used to spend time here in his days as naval administer and Telegraph Hill is perched on the peak of Pepys Road. Saw a most extraordinary thing. A rather eccentric, though elegant woman with a fluffy grey bunny rabbit on a lead. At first I thought I was hallucinating. On closer inspection, no. The lady was taking her bunny for a walk. With the amount of dogs in this area, I would have been terrified. Whatever next. Took my little camera for a walk and photographed the flowers in Peckham Rye Park. Crocai in abundance, golden and white daffodils, grape hyacinths and much other flora I am unable to identify. Sat in our bower and saw our little robin. He never fails to appear. On the pond I was excited to see two old duck chums. One is pure white and the other is an ordinary mallard. They're inseparable and glide side by side. They had been missing for some time and although Gary, he is a twitcher, had assured me they would have flown off to another pond for a break, I was concerned. The activity on the pond was unusual. Think they may be courting in the sunshine and we shall have ducklings and goslings in the not too distant future. Only thing to worry about is the heron, which returns year after year and dines on quite a few of the babies. Nature, but awful to see as I am squeamish and burst into sobs. Took pictures of all the cherry blossom in the area. When I download them, if any are good, 
I shall send you one. It's hard to tell on my small digital camera screen as my eyes are so poor. It is so nice to see the sun again. Hope your week has got off to a splendid start. Love, Kitty Socks. Dearest Mittens, I'm sorry not to have replied sooner. I have been engaged with my aunt, who may or may not have got over cancer. Took her to hospital for advice on Saturday and MRI scan on Sunday and so forth. She is brave. Makes no admissions. I know her well enough to sense her fear. Have to hold her as she walks, trembling. Feel fairly positive. So looking forward to Friday. What a treat. Had a very distressing night. Was foolish enough to watch Gorillas in the Mist. Superb film, but shows scenes of cruelty to those placid, vegetarian, peaceful creatures. Cried myself to sleep. Oh, what to do? (laughs) Must try and watch a romantic comedy as an antidote. Lots of love. Kitty Socks. Dear Socks, Greatly sorry for not answering sooner. As you know, have been on visit to Portugal. Very successful. They want me to stage the play I've written on their great 20th century poet, Pazoa, at Montserrat Palace, Sintra, in July. After my meeting, I took a weekend in the Algarve, swimming in the beautiful sea there. It was gorgeous. Grilled fish meals in the evening, al fresco. Just the right time of year to go, not too crowded. Had a lovely little cove all to myself for swimming. Coastline, as in the pictures, very lovely. Hope you feel you can enjoy an Easter break too. Love, Mittens. Dear Mittens, Congratulations on your wonderful trip. How lovely to swim in the sea. Grilled fish, mmm, yum. Have good days and bad days, some filled with fear. I find being in the nature, looking at the nature, helpful. Housework suffers. Very much enjoying reading the book, The Help. I believe a film was made of it, which I may watch later after finishing said book. Had a minimally productive day on Tuesday. Friends celebrating wedding anniversary. Cleaned kitchen properly. Bought horrific white bread, not thin enough for my liking, but best I could do. Smothered bread in very expensive butter. Pressed it hard. Peeled the skin off and took out the seeds from a cucumber. Sliced it as finely as I could. Marinated cucumber in a tablespoon of white wine vinegar and a judicious dash of sea salt. Waited 20 minutes. Rinsed and set on kitchen paper. Put the cucumber in the buttered bread and pressed well. Cut the crusts of the bread and shaped very carefully into fingers. Delicate. Washed my good china, Dalton and Wedgwood and made it all look pretty. Options of Earl Grey or Darjeeling tea in pots. Pretty Indian tablecloth and cushions in garden where there is an abundance of bluebells, tulips and daffodils. Then we told dirty jokes. Lots of love. Kitty Socks.
Hello, Mittens. I assumed you would be up to your eyeballs in Americans. I've been doing lots of work at People's Library and am continuing, though not so frequently, as have completed obligatory hours. Even enjoy baby bounce. Send me your address when you get a chance, please. Catch up for tea soon. Love, Librarian Socks. Hi there, Kitty Socks. What's up and new and happening to you now? No answer to last message. So inquiring again. Lots of love. Mittens. No answer to last message. So inquiring again. As you've just heard, Ona's final work was in a library with a baby bounce among all the books and poetry that she loved so much. I ended what I said at her funeral with the words, Thank you from us all, dearest Ona. You brought joy and beauty into our lives. I'm sure you rest now and forever in joy and beauty. Thank you for listening. Do click to follow the Live Literature Company and send feedback on our podcasts. Until this time next month, when we release our next podcast in our series Celebrating Companionship, please take very good care of yourselves. Mm-hmm.